Shit Done Podcast. It's yours truly, Julie Jones, with the adventures of Julie Jones. And each and every single week, I bring amazing guests from around the world to share tips and tricks and all kinds of great information about what's happening in our world. And I'm really excited about today's podcast because it's on a topic that I know very little about. But when I met Beverly, I was like, wow, this is really fascinating. And so Beverly Zymet, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. And it's, I, I love the name of this show, Get Shit Done, because you know what? I'm kind of a get shit done girl. Yes, you are. In our conversation, <laughs> like that seems like it. In fact, we just got done talking about how she is uh, scheduled for three things right now as we're doing our podcast. So like once we finish one thing, she's probably going to be running off to the next to see what she can still fit in. So Beverly, I w- would love for you to share a little bit about like who you are, you know, what you bring to the party and, you know, what makes you so unique. So the floor is yours. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I, I guess I, I'm going to start with the last part. What makes me unique? Each and every one of us is unique in our own right. And it's really beginning to understand and believe in yourself and find out who you are. What are your assets? You know, what is it that you like to do? And then just go do it. And if you really love it, you're going to keep on doing. And if you don't, just like, okay, I did it once. Once was enough, you know, on to the next. So I've always lived my life that way, kind of like on the edge, on that dare. Oh, just don't dare me because I'll prove you wrong, you know? You are a girl after my own heart because like every time somebody told me no, I was figuring out a way to say yes. Watch me, right? Yeah, and so so that's that uniqueness, you know. Just do it. Become a Nike. Just do it, right? And and challenge yourself to all these movements. Jump out an airplane. Oh, darn straight. I'll be the first one. Here we go. You know, it's like, just fall out. Are you kidding me? Can't we do something like rolling a somersault or whatever? And, and the, the guy that I, that was teaching me skydiving says, sure, we roll out backwards, go into free fall. And it's like, yes, you know, so it's, it's living on that because you only go around once. And if you wait for someone else to do something with you, you never get anything done. Right. And so I decided I was going to start a new movement. The prove me right movement and said, I'm going to prove you wrong. It's the prove me right movement. Right. How many people out there, you know, in your audience want to be in that prove me right movement? Because that's basically what it is. Right. I want to be right there with you because you're absolutely right. And, you know, you're talking a lot about my language because I love saying yes to life opportunities, right? And you were talking about like with the, the skydiving and everything else. But you know what it got me thinking about when you said the plane, right? How many times are there like special events or there are things happening? And right away, our go-to is no, because we're not able to get there for whatever reason, right? right? And I will tell you that I have gone to family luncheons that I may never have an opportunity to see these people again alive. And even if I just fly somewhere for 48 hours, you know, go and come back, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there are so many opportunities like that and people fall back on the, oh, well, I could never do that. And I love your your can-do attitude. Like, yes, I can. Yes, right. I can do that. 
You know, I, I'm glad you said what you said because, you know, not being able to, or you think you're not able to. Okay, I'm going to make it really simple and easy. We talked about the metaverse, okay? So just think about this for a moment. What if, let's play pretend. What if there was a space that you could turn on, step into it in an avatar, but this avatar looks like you, walks like you, talks like you, dresses like you, and will be beside you, not in a little square somewhere else on a, on a screen, but literally right there, live and in person, talking, laughing. You can see the body movements. You can hear it. You know it's their voice. And now you have no excuse not to be able to attend whatever event that is, whether it's a birthday party, you know, whether it's an anniversary, you know, this might sound morbid, but even if it's a wake or a funeral, right? All of these things are applicable and can happen, whether it's in a family setting, whether it's in business, you know, whether it's just have a fun. What if you could take your whole family on an African safari or a scuba diving, you know, on the coral reef for pennies on the dollar and experiences as, as though you were actually there? That's what virtual reality is all about. We are in a podcast right now. Right. And you're over there in your space and I'm over here in my space. But see that podcasting station behind me? That's actually a virtual reality. That's how real it looks. So imagine if you and I were sitting there having this conversation instead of being in these little squares, how much more engaging would that be? How different would that feel? Like you're really there. Oh my gosh. It's like now you're connected. You know, we've lived in this world of disconnect for the last, what, three, four, five years, you know, and, and we've been getting further and further apart because of technology. Well, let's take that technology and bring ourselves together, becoming more connected, efficient, effective. The only thing you can't get back is your time. So now you have a way of experiencing time on a whole different level that will be there in the moment that you want to have it. You don't, you know, and, and even the money, you can always get money back, right? So you can spend it and you get more and spend yes, it. You get can, more. you know, yeah. yeah. Money. I always talk about that. I mean, like you're, what you're saying is we can always earn more money or whatever it is, but you can never get back that time once exactly. it's spent. Yeah, and and to be able to experience that interconnection world, you know, we're taking virtual reality into nursing homes, into daycare centers, and even into hospice, where that person can now interact with family members that they didn't have that opportunity to do before. This is this is emotional for me. It's I'm very passionate with what I do. But to be able to give that experience to a family and not miss out on it. You know, think of all the stuff that happened during that COVID year when we were in lockdown. How many family members were kept away from and had to 
and their life by themselves. That's, that's not in my world, right. the place to be. So being able to move into that virtual reality space and give that opportunity to a family to me is priceless and pre- you know, it, it just is. And that's my mission is to make sure that people can be connected in whatever manner it is and be there one. And, and that's what the immersion world can do. That's what virtual reality could do. That's what we're building here in Megavaris, that family friendly. And we're doing it on all aspects of life. We're teaching, you know, kids things that aren't being taught in school anymore. We're bringing back the arts their creativity, let them be open in their creativity. We're teaching them the aspects of how to be in business for our life, right? You know, how they can can take these skills. I mean, these kids that are coming into the world, they're very brilliant. They don't want that same old crap that doesn't, I mean, think about it. Think about it. All the stuff that was pumped into your head in school, have you ever used it? They always say, oh, you have to have that 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 diploma. Otherwise, you can't get a job. You know how many people ask me for that? Zero. I was going to say, it's, it's no different than, it, it, there's so much stuff out there because like the things that I know now and some of the, the, the things that I have done, like that they don't teach financial literacy. Oh know? my gosh, people I, don't even know how to write a check. Right. Financial literacy or accounting back change. Like that's a big one for me. Oh my gosh. Me too. You know, when I grew up (laughs) and I worked, um, I started working at the age of 14 at a pharmacy and I literally had the kind of cash register where you had to push the buttons, right? And yeah, it, to make it open. And, and, it was, yeah. and, and it was like, it was crazy. It was like manual, right? It was not electronic. And all it did was it rang up the price People would hand you how much they were paying for it. And right. you had to be able to count back the change, you know, and, and now, and my heart goes out because it, it's a simple skill set. And I even know still to this day, how to count somebody back their change, yes. you know, like, you know, and adding it up so that they realize they got back the right change. Now I, you know, I have to come count my own change just to make sure I got the right amount. Half the time they've given me too much and I have to say, you gave me too much and I give it back, right? Or they're so confused. They don't know if they haven't put it into the register or into the calculator or to whatever they need to use. Exactly. How much to give you back. Then it's like, I have to help them with that as well. And, you know, for the first time, Beverly, since, you know, you and I talked And, you know, you introduced me to this idea of the metaverse and I still was like attempting to figure it out. But what you've shared today, like really resonates with me because it's the emotion. It's what you talked about is the idea behind the fact how we can stay much more connected with each other. Because you're right, that broke my heart when I would hear of people who passed away that didn't have their family with them during COVID. I mean, there is nothing more, I think, heartbreaking than, you know, that kind of a scenario. Right. Oh, it it's so inhumane. I guess it's probably a good word, you know. And, and a dear friend of mine out here in Vegas, um, she actually lost both her parents within two weeks of each other. 
and was not allowed to see them. That, that, that should never have been, never. And so with what we have today and what we know and understand, that importance, that family connection is important. You know, we used to run, I mean, you still see it, you know, with, with these things, right? Is people are out to dinner and they're all sitting there, you know, texting and, and it's, wait a minute, this was supposed to be a family gathering. This was supposed to be, you know, an interaction. You watch these kids today that are sitting on a couch next to each other, texting each other and, and reading the text. It's not even knowing how to have a conversation. That's sad. You're getting kids that don't even know how to read cursive, just like behind you. What does it say? It says, get shit done. How many people can't read that because they don't know cursive? They can't even sign a signature because they only know how to print. You know, these are things that are a necessity in life. It doesn't matter who discovered the Mississippi River. No. But it sure matters if you can't read a document and understand what it is that you're signing. Does It does matter if you, like you say, can't even count money back. How do you know if you're getting cheated or not cheated? You're just taking, you know, the trust of that machine. Well, that machine can only do what you put in it. Absolutely. So. Right. Yeah. And I'm the person that, you know, if I get too much, I hand it back. Now, not everybody is going to do that or not everybody's going to count their change. Well, a lot of people don't even know it. They, don't, they don't even they, realize it. They don't. And, yeah. and again, it's, it's the small skill sets but, you know, like it's the basics, right? It's it is. The basics of having communication and knowing how to have conversations with people. Like, I, it almost makes you wonder. And I don't know, this thought is just coming to mind and like our conversation of where it's going today. But it's like, if you're not actually speaking and using your voice, do you eventually lose it? Like, if it's not. Oh, that, you know. Yeah, that's a great question. Like, you know, the, the old saying, like, <laughs> if a tree falls in a forest and no one's around to hear it, doesn't make, doesn't it make a noise. Right. Yeah. You know, and so, like, you think about that with with voice, the fact that right. people are so, like, I, I know there's been times where I've woke up in the morning and I'm a little froggy, right? And, you know, it, like, takes a little bit to get your voice <laughs> your voice going. Now I'm a talker and I love to talk, right? But it just really makes you, these are the kinds of things that I think about, you know, when it comes to where are we going to be in 50 years with our, you know, communications. Right, right. I, I've experienced um, laryngitis. The first time I think I was like eight or nine years old, right? That that was, <laughs> that was sheer murder almost like, oh my God. Gosh, you know this is this is terrible, and as as you grow through life, you know, and there's different times that I've I think three times in my life I've experienced um, laryngitis, and never at the convenient time of life, you know. One was one was I was supposed to be on stage. I was in this singing contest, right? And all of a sudden, I that morning up, I woke up. I didn't have a voice. You want to talk about panic? Oh my gosh. I went to my chiropractor. I said, what can you do? What can you do? It's like <laughs> writing all this stuff down. But again, 
it stops and makes you think. When something is taken away from you, you begin to appreciate it even more. Mm-hmm. And, and, and moving into becoming an author and people that are thinking about it, but they're, eh, nobody wants to listen to me. You know what? If only one person has read that story, or if only one person listens to this podcast and it makes a difference in their life, it was beyond worth every moment of that time. You know, so that expression, that line of communication, how do you communicate? Communication skills really suck today, right? And again, if you're not verbalizing, are you communicating? You know, I I, I watch like like when a deaf person, when they communicate, it's a sign language. When you are signing, there's less space for misunderstanding. It's just like go go back in ancient civilizations. And what did they carve out? Pictures. When they spoke in pictures, you know, you know exactly what it says, right? If you saw a stop sign and it didn't have the words on it, you would know what it meant. You know, so communicating, you should be able to have communication skills with the language that you use to get your point across. We we have a global reach. You know, you've got different um, slang uh, that that can mean so, so many crazy different things. And I've got some really funny stories of slang, you know, but the interpretation. So think about this in your communication. When someone speaks to you and it triggers something that wants you to go after their juggler, but you fight it and it's like, how dare you? You know, you all, you all this crazy brain chatter. Well, if you want to communicate, just say, excuse me, but you know what you just said to me? You said, and you repeat that. It's like, I interpret it as meaning this. Was that the message you wanted to get across? And I'll guarantee a thousand times to one, they're going to like freak out like, oh my gosh, not, not even close. Because one word, one word, how you grew up with that meaning and interpret it is completely different in the manner in which they were getting the message across. So communicate, open this, keep these open. You have two of these and one of these. So know when to listen and when to speak and know the questions that you're asking. Know that line of communication, you know, rather than going through life thinking what the other comment was, was meant in this manner when in reality it wasn't, you know, and that goes for the visual. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I can't get into virtual reality because that's, you know, fake and it's phony, it's pretend and it's this and it's that. You know what the brain says when you're in virtual reality? It says, oh my gosh, there's somebody here right beside me. I recognize that face anywhere, right? I recognize that voice. And it wants to be there. It's driven to be there because it's that connection. It's the connection. Well, and that's where I've always often heard that, like with the subconscious, because so much of this, you know, happens in the subconscious, right? And when you have gone for a training and you reset through the training, like the brain doesn't know that you've heard this information before, right? Like it's all 
like being processed in a different way. And that's what I love about a lot of times when I coach people, like I'm Mm -hmm. coaching people, right. But I'm also coaching myself because my subconscious is hearing it in a different way. Right. And, and you know what you're talking about. So for those of you who may have missed it, like at the beginning, because I know we've been all over the place a little bit, but Beverly has really been, you know, I'll say an expert because I don't know anything about it, about the metaverse. And so like, really, let me just ask you, what brought you to, I I saw your passion and I felt your passion about this idea of nobody being alone. But prior to the pandemic, you had started with the metaverse, you know, pandemic happened, right? So where did the passion or what did you see was possible? Did you see that this was possible like, I guess, what is your journey with the metaverse and why are you so, you know, passionate about it? Well, it started out, um, I'm a, I'm a one-on-one. I like hands-on, show me how, here's the how, practice, do it. And, and when I left training, when I left the um, presentations and things that I gave, it was always they walked away knowing how to do it because we actually did it. We implemented. And that's key and it's totally relevant. You know, anything that you can speak about in theory, but if you don't actually experience the how-to, you're left hanging. It's like, I'm not sure how to do it. You know, is there a right or wrong way? There's just a way to do it, but a lot of people don't really know how to implement a new strategy if that you're sharing. You know, so for me, you know, it was always about doing that. Then all of a sudden it was around that 2008, 9, 10 arena where it's like, oh, online courses. And all of a sudden nobody was putting their butt in the seat anymore. I'm like, my business just came to a halt. I'm like, are you kidding me? What the, what the heck just happened? I want to ask this question to you and to all of your audience. How many courses have you purchased to do online and have never even opened it? Julie, it's a a ton. But but you know what? What else I won't do is that if I'm not able to be like, say there's a there's a course or there's something that's being taught that's in person. And they say like, if you can't attend, we'll send you the recording or all these seminars, you can upgrade for the recording, right? I, I, full transparency, never go back. Never go back because I'm not as engaged. And what ends up happening is that usually I'm listening in and I'm multitasking and then I'm like half missing what it is. I am a type of person and I, I believe a lot of people are where it's the engagement that keeps people exactly. engaged, interactive, asking questions and getting more information. And that's what that virtual reality does because the person that's doing the the training or the conversation is on a stage. And everyone is out there in the audience, not in a square somewhere is running around and, and the static, you know, that happens in these squares. I don't have to tell you. I mean, there's some things that happen in these squares. You're thinking, hold me goodness, you know, (laughs) but back to your question is how, how that led to the virtual reality space. You know, I was talking with a friend of mine that was talking about this virtual reality stuff and I'm like, I had no clue what it was. 
And that was, that was five years ago. And, uh, you know, and I said, okay, this is what I want. I want butts in the seats. Can it do that? And the answer was yes. And it was about three months later when they came back and said, I got your answer. Cause they showed me a couple of different things. Right. And it's like, yeah, not, no, no. All of a sudden he brings up on his screen this beautiful university, okay? It was the building, it was the outdoor campus, everything. And it's like, oh, well, now you got my attention, all right? And he had his avatar and he runs inside of the building, runs down the hall and walks into a classroom. So here you are standing up front as the teacher. You have desk situations out there. You've got a whiteboard over here. You know, I'm like, Wow. Okay. I, I could go for something like that. Now, now you really got my attention. I said, but for me, I'm more of an auditorium style, you know, type of person. He goes, Oh, one minute. He runs out of the classroom, goes down the hall, runs up this set of stairs, runs down the hall with his avatar and into the door. And there it was stage, all these chairs out front. He runs up and he stands on the stage. He says, here you are talking to your audience. I'm like, all right, what do I need to do to get in here? (laughs) That's all it took, right? What do I need to do to get here? A month later, him and I were in business together. A month after that, we had our first events in the virtual reality space. We had approximately, it was like a vendor uh, show type of thing. We had... I think about 15 people that had uh, a vendor booth and, and, and seriously, we didn't even know what we were doing, but we did it. And there was about, you know, between 35 and 45 people that came into these events, you know, and then a month after that, we were in lockdown. It's like, but we continued doing these events in here. And um, I'm going to say, it was probably somewhere around close to October. And I put out this massive, I mean, I, I think big, <laughs> super gigantic. It's like, okay, we're going to have this. We're going to have this huge event where we're going to woo and wah everybody and, and have a holiday event where music and you name it, was going to take place. Scared the bejesus out of the people that were part of this. It was way beyond their thinking process. The Zoom era was beginning to take over. And it just like, poof, and it disappeared. And it's like, okay, lesson learned here. Know your audience and who is ready and what level are they ready? You know, because a lot of people think small, stay small. You know, so where are you, you know, as a business person? Are you in that in that mentality of just getting by? Are you in the scarcity mentality? Are you ready to move into six figures? Are you ready to move into seven figures? Because if you are then you're in the right place because the metaverse, which is owned by no one, which contains countless platforms, but it's not about any platform, it's about the right platform. 
This is where business is going. This is where education is going. This is where entertainment is going. This is the movement that's happening right now as we speak today. It took 22 years for the internet to go from let just less than 1% where that begins that momentum to reach where we are here today at about 69% of the global population using the internet in some form. We are currently in the virtual reality space, augmented reality, and that type of, of, of digital space. We are right on that cusp. We are in momentum. It is not going to take 22 years, and you heard it here today. It will not take 22 years to be beyond that 69% of the population being in there. It is moving and changing every single day. What we're building in in Megavirus, which is the platform that we're incorporating, is we are building that from scratch. We are making it a community, communities inside of communities inside of communities. It's where all collaboration is coming because we want to be able to take your business and have foot traffic. Because how many, I mean, just look at what we're doing here, podcasting. There's a lot of foot traffic around podcasting. That's not just that. It's speakers. It's authors. It's you know, health practitioners, all of these things are coming together with like-minded audiences. We are going to make it brought into a community where your foot traffic is going to be brought to you by the same foot traffic of others. How is that going to scale your business? What you can do in virtual reality and what you can do in brick and mortar is is so far on the opposite end of the, of the spectrum. So just take your brick and mortar business and we will teach you in the virtual reality space how to 10 times, how to 100 times it and save money, make money and have a good time doing it. Wow. I, I mean, like <laughs> I, I, I can see we're probably going to need a part two, but the question that comes to mind for me Sure. Maybe it's, you know, it's like one of these questions that seems pretty obvious, but what equipment do you need? Is there any special equipment or are, are like, are you just entering into this virtual reality, like through your, your desktop, your computer? Cause like I've seen virtual reality games, you know, like with the, that right. I set, right. So like, just explain to me. So like, how does that transpire? Like, what do you need to get into the virtual reality? Well, that's one of the things that we're doing uniquely, you know, more so than a lot of the other uh, platforms that are out there is we're generating where it's just a URL. So if you can open a Zoom, you can open a virtual reality, right? If you can open a website, (laughs) you can open the virtual reality and, and then coming into it. Okay. Granted, it's an avatar, but we teach you how to make an avatar. You can go to readyplayer.me today, take five minutes and generate an avatar that looks just like you. Five minutes, really. Readyplayer.me. And that's an avatar that you can incorporate wherever you want to incorporate, right? And, you know, so when when you're working with us, and and I'm sure you'll have the, you know, in, in the um, follow-up, 
a so link. I'll have for it in the show notes. And yeah, I already yeah. wrote down. For those of you listening in, you better write it down. <laughs> Readyplayer.me. Because Julie Jones is going to be creating her avatar. <laughs> yeah, she's going to show you on the show. And guess what? She's going to come to our show and she's going to take that avatar and be sitting right there behind that little podcast station that's behind me right now, you know, and, and we'll have, you know, links to the website and stuff where people can actually get more information. There'll be a link if they want to come on our Friday morning coffees and, you know, get more information, but it's, it is available. It's out there. And I'd love to talk with all of you and share, you know, what it, what it really is and get into some of the details that we can't do here on the show, but it really is the place to be. I mean, everyone has heard of it now. And if you haven't, um, not sure where you are, but I'll tell you, just stick around because you're going to be hearing more and more and more. And I, I, well, you can't tell I'm not passionate about this at all, right? <laughs> you are extremely passionate. And now you can hear my noisy coworkers that for whatever reason decided that they were going to go. Because they're jealous. They want to be in the metaverse. They want to be in the metaverse as well. (laughs) And they can. And they can. You can actually, I'm serious. You can actually make an avatar of your pet and bring them alongside of you there. And they, and you can have a code that they'll follow you wherever you go. I mean, so we, we do have fun in here as well as, you know, serious business, right? Well, it is. And you know what? And it it goes back to the old saying, and I know people have heard this a a million times, but if you're not having fun, you know, it's, it's either not worth doing or you're doing it wrong. Right. Exactly. You know, like life, like life is about having more fun. And, um, Beverly, I know we've talked about a ton of stuff just, you know, besides the readyplayer.me, what's the best way for people to be able to connect with you? And we will have that in the show notes. Gosh, um, you can you can actually uh, find me all over social media. Just just by my name, you'll you'll be able to find me as Beverly Zimet. Um, You can actually uh, I have a website. It's Megaveras dot info forward slash one zero zero nine dot html you know and we'll have like i said have that in the show notes right because people are like what (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) but it it, it's a url that will open up and it really give you a lot of information of what we are doing you know on the platform and what the platform consists of you know the next time we get on you know maybe in part two we can start talking about nfts and the value of what those are the importance of creating a gallery and and making some residual, you know, monies in different avenues that were never available before that can be done on or off of uh, you know, the platforms. Yeah, you know, so these are these are things that are just it's a piece exciting. and a part of it. It it, so, it is. It, it really is. is. Like the more that I'm talking to you today. You know, because for those of you listening in, like I learn on my podcast as well, you know, and that's why I, I look for like really amazing people with like interesting topics to talk about. And this is not something that I have found much as being really talked about. And again, you know, I think what's so key that you you mentioned is that like this is the tip of the iceberg. So like the mm-hmm. fact that you know, to, to kind of jump on and learn about this now before you're saying, I wish I would have, or, you know, like that. Exactly. 
Right. Exactly. Where, you know, I don't, I don't think Zuckerberg came to you and said, Hey, you want to be a part of Facebook at the very beginning? No, no, no. But there's people who probably had that opportunity and were like, nah, I don't really understand that whole, (laughs) you're going to put your face on a book. Like, I don't understand that whole thing. Now look at where, you know, where things are. So my final question to you is this, as we're, as we're wrapping up, this is the get shit done podcast. So how are you getting shit done in your own life this week, Beverly? Oh gosh, how am I getting shit done in my own life this week? Great question. Being on podcasts like this, um, putting together some events. I have recently moved to Las Vegas. So now, instead of living in the world of the buffalo and the deer and the antelope, I'm actually around live, breathing, speaking people. (laughs) And so... Uh, I, I'm out networking, you know, in real life in, you know, cause you know, it's not just about the virtual reality space. It's about brick and mortar as well. And putting these events together to help educate people about what we're doing here in the metaverse and how they can scale their businesses. And also working with a group of people now, because I help people speak that word. All right. Get that word out. We talked about that earlier in, in, the podcast here, you know, so if you, if you're a a person who is interested in thinking about maybe writing a book, don't die with that story inside you. You want to leave a legacy. I'm all about legacy in the virtual reality space. It's legacy Island 22, right? And so if you're wanting to leave your legacy, be in a collaborated book, have your own personal book, have an interview, you know, in, in the space, you know, where do you want to leave that legacy? Reach out. So these are the events that I'm doing, you know, right now and moving it into the social media as well. So you'll start to see a lot of posts coming out about, you know, what you can do and how you can be involved in every level. So not only write your story, but have an audio book. And we're going to take it one step further. You heard it here today. We are going to turn your legacy into a production. Wow. And we are going to put it, with your permission, into the virtual reality space in one of our galleries so you can share your legacy around the world. Wow, that is exciting. Well, listen, people. Don't ever tell you that Julie Jones didn't give you like a a heads up on anything because you heard it from Beverly and I'm really excited to dive deeper in. And again, I I do believe we're going to have to do a part two on this and, and really dive in even deeper. So, all right. All right. Well, Beverly, oh my gosh, thank you so much for your time. It was such an honor to have you on here, knowing the fact that there were many other places you could have been and you chose to be on the Get Shit Done podcast. I did because I like to get shit done. Yes, you do. So thank you again <laughs> for being here. And this is Julie Jones signing off for another amazing week. Listen, if you weren't taking a bunch of notes, please go to the show notes and make sure you you capture all the information so that you can connect with Beverly and find out how this can be, I really believe, life-changing. So, you know, this is this is one of those avenues that you don't want to miss out. Please share, share, share this podcast. You know, I'm in such gratitude for those of you listening in. Like, subscribe, share, get the word out there so that more people know. And as always, have a productive get shit done kind of week. We'll talk we to you go. soon. <laughs> Bye. Time is our most valuable asset. 
And I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to make the next step towards living your best life now? Then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. In the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.